It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up? Happy Tuesday. Welcome into the CHGO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. What's going on, Bears fans? Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen, Nicholas Moriano with you on a cold but sunny Tuesday in Chicago. Shady Rays were out this morning. Shady Rays were on in the car. Okay, Apparently Nicholas am. Moriano ahead of the game. Look at him. Shady Razor on. You know we're what? They work in here. What are, I don't even know if our viewers on YouTube can tell, but we actually upgraded our lighting last week. I love it. Very nice. Very good but on the eyes, But it's bright too. in here. It's the nicest lighting I've ever experienced. I feel so comfortable and well-illuminated. <laughs> well You're always well-illuminated, <laughs> Carm. <laughs> I, I'm in a weird mood today, so this should be a very fun. Well, show. You, you know, you're living a high because your 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 cats beat the Badgers yesterday. Oof. It was oh. a great basketball game. CHGO very well represented at Welsh Ryan Arena. Uh, Hogue, I think, gets the award for best dad in attendance. You really were on your game. I mean, I was well, watching how you from. So? A cr- yeah, you were stalking me during the game. I was a little bit of a weird stalking, just wa- looking over. But Hogue was, you know, it was a very intense game. And Adam Hogue was just focused on his kids. You did not, what was going on in the court was secondary. You were, you were, you were dialed in on being a dad. You get, a, you get elite dad award. You do. Here's the thing about kids and sports fandom. I mean, I was M, I was I I wanted to kill the three referees, and I wanted them to I wanted them to Whoa. know that I wanted to kill them. I, I was like I and I'm like you need to calm down. You are here in a working for WGN Radio capacity. You need to calm down and stop staring at that official like you want to jump over the table and get in a fight. Because I really I I really did. It was funny because the great Pat Pat Finley was there uh, and came down and sat with us for the last eight minutes of the game. And it was a really good, entertaining game down the stretch. Great game. And at one point, I, we both looked over at you, and I was like, Carm is a nervous wreck right now. <laughs> like, you I could was. see it. I was. You could see it in your face from across the arena. And here's the thing about having kids that's great. Because when you're with your kids during a stressful sporting event, no matter what it is, like, they tend to put things in perspective a little bit. Because if I had been watching that game at home by myself in my basement, I would have been throwing things against a wall. Instead, 
my one and a half year old. There's 40 seconds left in the game. I know the Badgers are going to lose at this point. No one knew that. It was a one-point game. Check your text messages. Yeah, of course, you said it, but nobody really knew. Oh, I knew they were losing. (laughs) But my one-and-a-half-year-old's just like, la, 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 this music's great, dancing. And it's like, yeah, you know what? This really doesn't matter that much. So it worked out then. I mean, it worked out in the end. Well, they just tend to bring you a sense of calm is what I'm trying to say, as opposed to calm across the way. I I it was on unco- I was on un- I was uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean I was uncomfortable with myself. Like this is, but see this is the thing. If and we'll get into a ton of football in one second. But if you are a Northwestern basketball fan, and and on the rare occasion, at least as of this lifetime, that they're that they're capable of making the postseason, be it NIT and or NCAA, every game is the Super Bowl. You have to win it. You mm-hmm. can't lose. You, you could, they could not lose that game. Absolutely could not lose it. So it was like life on the line. That's the fun of being the fan of that is team. Is your voice a little shot from yelling? Is that, I, I feel didn't know. Like no, no. <clears throat> no, you're good. A little, really, I'm, I'm a little, yeah, I don't, I don't a little sound as. in my uh, yeah. headphones. Oh. I think it was because I was, we were just having a pregame conversation about uh, Tom Brady and 80, 80 for, for Brady, Brady, which is the weirdest thing of all yeah, time. No yeah, we're, uh, I don't care about Tom Brady. Not even a little? No. I certainly I, don't want to see care old more. ladies trying to bang him. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like vaguely heard of this movie. I I'm was inspired by the true story of four friends living life to the fullest. That, does that change anything for you, Adam? I don't know anything about this movie. <laughs> All I know is Carm came in here saying there's some movie about 80-year-olds that well, want to bang Tom Brady, and I'm like, there's no way that's what the movie's the, about. That's def, that, that's, oh, well, I haven't seen the movie, but as, as far as the previews of the movie, that is what the movie is about. They're, they're very into they want to they they see Tom Brady, and then they see Gronk, and they are very excited to see Rob Gronkowski and all of his Rob Gronkowski-ness. I agree, Mubs. It looks absolutely terrible, and but so why do we? Why are we talking about because it? Because Brady's just in the news right now. He's screaming at Jim Gray. <laughs> Don't ask me questions about where I'm going or what I'm doing. And Jim Gray still around? Jim Gray's they, Jim Gray. Like basically, the only thing Jim Gray still does is a weekly podcast with Tom Brady. They're like best of friends. Oh, yet nobody seemingly knew this until. Tom Brady said the F word to him a couple times, and now everybody thinks there's a feud between them. I think they're actually fine. He might be doing it for the attention for the pod to try to get somebody to listen to the Jim Gray pod. Don't leave CHGO. We know you're not going to, but I don't know what they're doing over there because it shouldn't, like, you two are friends. You guys should have discussed this. There's no way it wasn't discussed that Jim Gray is all of a sudden going to ask him a question that he wasn't expecting, right? But I just think it's interesting. Tom Brady's probably on the move, right? Tom Brady's going somewhere. He's not yeah, staying in Tampa. It doesn't sound like he's staying in Tampa. Yeah, he's basically no. told everybody in Tampa that he's out. And Aaron Rodgers is probably getting traded. And if you asked Bears fans right now, would you want Brady and or Rodgers as your quarterback next season? It would be universal that the answer would be no. I don't. Because, one, you want to see Justin Fields, and, two, because the roster is not good enough that it would matter. So it's like a it's like a compliment to Fields and an indictment of the talent on the team all, all at the same time. That Bears fans would say no to, I don't know, two of the top, however you want to rank it, call it two two of the top ten quarterbacks of all time, top five you could make, uh, top ten is probably fair. Top 
There was a time where, where I does, Where does Brock Purdy fit in that list? <laughs> <of my question>? <laughs> <laughs> he's climbing up. 11. Climbing up he's the ladder. <laughs> no rookie quarterback has ever won the Super Bowl. I Whoa. saw some stat, though, that, yesterday. Was that a Last of Us clicker noise? Yeah, that was the Last of Us clicker noise. Yeah. Shout out to HBO Max. Yeah, is that why they're called the clickers? Yep, That's correct. Exactly why? Because the sound. I don't know. We keep watching, about Adam. You're gonna, you're gonna like it. How do you know? I just know you are. You've seen as many episodes as I have. And well, I played the game though. I know exactly yeah. where this goes. I mean, I, one of my buddies had the screeners of the first four episodes, and he said it's very much, very good. So. Okay. Well, I hope episode three is better than episode two. Okay. We don't need every episode just to be wandering around the city of Boston. Waiting for the next clicker to come by to kill. But how about that? That's not a good show. How about that amazing CGI of the building that was like half falling down? That, that was cool. Quality, there was some cool mm-hmm. stuff. Quality wide shots. I love the, uh, to be clear, love the first episode. Thought the second episode came to a screeching halt. <laughs> okay, it was so, intense, but probably. I have we'll my see. three episode rule and actually oh. we'll, we'll extend it to four because one was already great. So Carm has no idea what we're he talking about. Zero point zero. He's, <laughs> he's, he's too busy watching 80 for Brady. To watch, like, the hottest show on TV right now. Yellowstone? <laughs> that's a good call, actually. Yeah, Dude, actually right. 1923 is outstanding yeah. for all the Yellowstone people out there. It might be the best thing they've done so far. I got to brush up on my pop culture, clearly. I don't know. I, I started clicking, and you guys just went on a tangent, <laughs> and I have no... Speaking of pop culture, or not really pop culture, but maybe Chicago sports media, the thing about everyone, including Adam Johns this morning on the Hogan Johns podcast shitting on Northwestern basketball. Like, nobody cares about college. They're doing it in the comments right here. Nobody cares about college basketball. They're not even in Chicago. Team. Everyone in the world was at that game last night. It's a little tall. Oh, come on. I don't know about everyone in the everyone. world. I wasn't there. I walked in there, immediately ran into, like, 20 different people that I consider to be good, influential people in Chicago. Name one. Randy Merkin. Uh, Randy Merkin Merck was there. Randy uh, Merkin. Everyone, everyone was there. Pat Finley. <laughs> Pat Finley. Mark Carmen. Mark Carmen. Dave Ennett. Dave Ennett. Billy McKinney. Matt LaPay, who's the most underrated play-by-play guy. Everybody who has to work around the game. There's like No, people in the stand. Pat Ted Finley's Albra- not working. He's Ifadio Denebo. Make him a bear. Wait, Let's was, go. Could be a bear. Was Evan Eschmeyer there? Nathan Taphorn was. Nathan Taphorn was. Wow, good eyes. Dan Fahey, former walk-on at Wisconsin, that is a family friend that probably, I bet you Kevin Kaduck doesn't even know who that is, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. A lot of people were there. Apparently. Multiple, ran into multiple Northwestern football look at the. I mean, look at this. Could pay me to care about college basketball from Outlander. Football bed from our guy Gary. No one cares about Northwestern. Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon does say college basketball is great. But he does love college basketball. And the bullseye. Brad, Pitt was in the building. Ball. Cat yeah. Band was there. It was a, it was a big night. Uh, what better thing? The first night without football on a Monday that we've had since early September. To watch the Red Hot Bulls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the Bulls did three play. in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Making four. Making Matt Peck, Big Dave, Will Gottlieb, and company proud. Um, we are going to get a new some Bears. Uh, some players that we're excited about for next season. Did want to mention, though, the season ticket letter went out this morning. Yes. This is up your alley. It so is. By the way, thank you for the effort with the tickets yesterday. I do we did hooked up, We hooked up Hogue. And thank it, you. It, uh, to assist from Kevin Powell and WGN Radio. Great people. Um, but speaking of tickets, the Bears sent out their annual season ticket letter notifying 
season ticket holders what's going on for next year. Um, the headline is that the your season ticket package price is not changing from 2022, but the catch is there's only eight regular season games compared to nine because this is how it's going to be with the 17-game schedule. It's going to alternate. There's always going to be 10 games, but every other year, two of the 10 games are going to be preseason games. Mm-hmm. So the Bears are wording it as your season ticket, regular season prices are going to go up a little bit because ultimately they will assign values to each game, and that will technically be accurate. But the reality is you're paying more money for an extra preseason game. Like, that's the most – that's the easiest way to explain it. The uh, money coming out of your pocket is the same. One of a preseason game. They're charging you more. That's what they're doing. For pre-season. On average, for a regular season game, they're charging you yes. more. Your price for your regular season game yeah. is going up. Yeah. Theoretically, the product should be better in 2023. Should. Should be better. Theoretically, not theoretically. I do think it Not ma- theoretically. So, they had the worst record in the NFL last year. Here, here's why I actually want to bring this up, they though. I think better. this is an interesting discussion. You're Mr. Ticket Guy. Yeah. What? Do you think that every other year the ticket prices should come down to reflect the two preseason games instead of one? I think it's a fair question. Uh, so I haven't thought about this, and, and I don't have a great answer on that part of it, but this, this is what I think. It just in general. The secondary market, and shout out to our friends at Game Time Tickets, who is a phenomenal company. It's just where you should buy your, your secondary market tickets. The secondary market has made it incredibly clear to teams exactly what your tickets are worth. That's why you have literally prices down to the row. Like the White Sox this year have like basically like seat priced Literally every seat in the stadium, not not quite to that level. But they know what people will pay. So when you know without an ounce of a doubt that your tickets are overpriced, I think you should give back to your most loyal fans and have the tickets, have the prices reflect what the actual market is. I don't mean to interrupt you. Can you go too, back to something mo- you just said? The, and not to make this a White Sox discussion, but you're saying the White Sox know what fans will play. In general, teams will know what if, fans will play. If, but do they? Because I'm still going to go to the secondary market and buy. If I want to go to a White Sox game, I'm still going to go buy a ticket for half the face value on. Right, and they know, time. and they know that exactly that. That's what you paid, and that's and that's, and henceforth. They should be pricing their and, tickets and accordingly. You would go, but you're so you're saying they should bring their prices down, but yes, they're not actually doing that. Are they're they? not. They, but they should see that that's what you're paying yeah. with fees and everything, so you know exactly what it is. And that's they can average that out. They can do it. They the prices in April are different than the prices in June, July, and August. For you know, this, this they they can figure exactly what it is, and they should be trying to give you value to buy the tickets right from the team. That's what they should be doing. That would be a fan-friendly team. That would be a team that wants to give value to the people that are coming through the doors versus trying to take as much money out of your pocket as possible. So in the case of what the Bears are doing, of course the ticket price should be less when there's more preseason games because people are going to pay less for those. Mm-hmm. So it should come down. 
And I know that's not how it works, Matthew Gregory, but that's how it should work. And that's that's also in the case of the White Sox, when you look at like the Chicago landscape, the Bears have you. They know it. They'll always have you. We love the NFL. They're the Bears. But there are two baseball teams here. And one of them is, you know, has always been the gazillion pound gorilla over there yeah. that, that that well, how do you dent that? And to me, one of the ways that they have not taken advantage of is make your – you say that you call yourself the friendly confines. I don't think it's very friendly when you're charging $13 for a beer. Over here at the on the, on the south side, we're five bucks for a Goose Island. You want to come – we have $5 every game. Come in and have a 3-1-2. You are welcome here. How much is a hot dog? Over there, it's 8 bucks. You know what it is here? You know what it is for our unbelievably grilled dogs on this thing with the onions? 3 bucks. Ooh, give yeah. me a belt and bill brat. Yeah. Do you re- They're still making money on that, too. Do and you I remember, think- like, you and I have had this discussion yeah. before. Like, I, we did a, I can still remember doing a WGN radio show in 2015. I can't or, win this thing. I don't know why. What's that? I, I'd say, yeah, we've done, we've done this before. No, I know because, be, and we're in a hundred percent agreement. Like, it, again, this not, not this needs to be a White Sox show, but it's like if you're that team, and this does have to do with the NFL. Go look at the Atlanta Falcons. Go look at the. Right. I have interviewed Rich McKay, the CEO, the Kevin Warren of the Atlanta Falcons. Okay, and he they did amazing things there where they lowered beer prices. It's like three or four bucks for a beer. And you know where they got their model from? Augusta, Georgia at the Masters. Right. Where you go to the Masters. Right. Yeah, you pay a lot for the tickets, but everything there is cheaper. Um, that's part of the draw, honestly. And now the Falcons, you go there and all the concessions are cheaper. And to what you just said, they're still making a profit on all that. Right. You tell um, they'll, they'll charge you two bucks for the pimento cheese, whatever looks nasty, but somehow everyone says is delicious sandwich. Has anybody been in the Masters here? No, I need uh, to. It's on the bucket list. Bucket list. Um, it's on the bucket list. I need to go. That's how it should be, though. Like, I mean, if you're getting... Well, of course it should be. Look, you're paying all these prices to get into this game, and yet you go to Soldier Field, it's like 12 bucks for a beer. I don't like, I, I don't think the Bears... I don't. I, I apologize. I don't know this off the top of my head. I don't think the Bears have control over concession prices, do they? The Park District's very... I, I, I think you're right. The Park District's very involved in it. Yeah. Get the mayor's office on the phone. I'm working on it. I'll send another text. I swear. I'm seriously sending a text right now because there, there was uh, you know the, they had a debate the other day. All seven of them were up there. Bears were bears were asked about, and Paul Vallis was like, "They're gone. We already blew it." And everybody else is up there like, "We're still fighting." Willie Wilson wants to bring in another team. Not allowed, but good effort. Come on, Willie. Not technically allowed, but here's the th- here's the thing about the oh. NFL. Anything's allowed if it makes them money. Yeah, that's a great point. No, it is a great point. It I've is. said this a million times. It, it might not. Wait, why are they not allowed? Be, why are they not allowed? Be, yeah. be, be, I don't know. I, I guess they're it's not like allowed. It's like a myth. Be. It's like a thing because like the Bears won't let mm. another team come to Chicago. Right. Okay, well, they, the Bears they, move within, out. Within 45 miles of whatever, you, they, the, the team that's there has the right of first refusal or whatever. It, that's the rule. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you a little it's something about how the NFL away. works. If, if Robert Kraft and Jerry Jones and 25 other owners, but especially those two powerful ones, decide that it makes everybody money – 
to move the Jacksonville Jaguars to empty Soldier Field and they can figure out a way to renovate Soldier Field five years from now and they fix it and whatever and all of a sudden it works for everybody involved except for one team, the Chicago Bears, are against it. I, I'm with you. you. You're, and, and, you're a thousand percent right. And, and another thing, too, even if the NFL wants to show loyalty to the McCaskies because they're the founding fathers and George Hallis and all this stuff that they do get credit for within those league discussions. Okay. Honest question. Are they going to own the team in 10 years? I don't know the answer to that question. And if a new owner comes in, rules change. The point being, mm-hmm. things change. And at the end of the day, if it makes some money, uh, that's yeah. why I will never rule out a second team being in Chicago. It's a good point. If LA can go from zero teams to two teams, back to zero teams to two teams, to zero teams to two teams. Money's money. Anything can happen. I, I, I smell what you're, you're, what you're cooking up. I'm, I am down with this BLT. (laughs) I'm feeling this double cheese. Let's go. BLT sounds pretty good right now. Yeah. I just, just popped up. Well, I was going to say that, uh, you talked about the pimento cheese sandwich at Augusta. It's like a dollar fifty. If you've ever been to Honey Butter Fried Chicken out in Logan Square, they have a pimento mac and cheese. It is phenomenal, best mac and cheese I've ever had. Really? So okay. Go, shout out to the pimento. I had some brisket mac and cheese yesterday. Okay, that sounds day. better. Sounds really good. Can we just do before we move off this, and we'll get into uh, who we're looking at for bears? Bears. Quick, just informal CHGO chat poll. And if, I think Lawrence is going to put this yeah, on can, YouTube. I'll make one here. Okay. We'll have a real formal poll. Re- the, uh, re- an actual formal poll. Okay. Um, I want to I know, forget about likelihood, what it appears is going to happen when the Bears going to Arlington Heights, all that, two teams, whatever. I just want to know, money's no object. You can have the same stadium where the Bears play right now, or you can have the same stadium in Arlington Heights. Which, as a Bears fan, would you prefer? Not based in any reality of space and yet it did it. Just the stadium is on the lakefront or it's in Arlington Heights. Okay, I've just put the poll out there on YouTube. Where do you want to see the Bears play, Chicago or Arlington Heights? Where Just... Period. Don't complicate it anything more than that. They're either playing here or they're playing there. It's the same amazing stadium with all the accoutrements. Five billion. Five billion dollars and beers are four bucks. Four billion above. Where are you going? I got news for you. If they have a five billion dollar stadium, those beers are going to cost twenty five. Twenty eight dollars. <laughs> and, and people will pay it. They're suckers. We get four beers. That that'll be a hundred and thirty two dollars. I am now leaving the game. That'd be We're a, not that no, far that, away that's from a, that. That'd be $112. Like right now. Can I get a round of beers? Uh, yeah, $100. Never mind. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're getting a water. Um, Can I get a right, water? So here's what we're going to do. We're going to let those results come in. I have some thoughts on that. We'll, we'll come back to that in a few minutes after we get some results. But um, right now, do want to make sure that you are understanding that there are four NFL teams left. By the way, I think the four best teams. I think, I think we got the final four right. I think we really did. With the, yeah. with the four teams left. I think the Bengals obviously proved that over the Bills, um, even though I thought it was relatively obvious for the last couple of months. But um, there's two conference championship games this weekend. 
And there's only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down a Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5, get 200 in free bets instantly. Um, so, again, new customer, you still haven't signed up for some reason, use that code CHGO, bet $5, and you'll get 200 in free bets instantly. So they're going to get you a ton of um, bets there to, to start getting going here with uh, really three games left, if you think about it, which is kind of sad also. <laughs> uh, if you're not a new customer, though, you've already signed up, and there's plenty of you out there, you can feel the conference championship thrills with stepped-up same-game parlays, which DraftKings always offers. Take your shot, even bigger NFL payout, and boost your winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. The more legs legs you have in your parlays, the more the boost is. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championships. Get 200 in-free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. After you check out DraftKings, you have to go check out Athletic Greens. With one scoop of your AG1s, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day off right. This mixture of ingredients helps your immune system, gives you energy, and improves your focus. And that's why I take my Athletic Greens. You should, too. And what's awesome about your AG1s is that it costs less than a cup of coffee a day, also helps support better sleep quality and recovery, which we all definitely need. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. Super simple. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health and to make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Bears, again, that is athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Bears to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. Um, by the way, my uh, DraftKings pick of the week. Yeah. Oh, we're picking the week right now? Yeah. Wow. Okay, then. <laughs> Run it back, baby. Bengals. Money line. I, I like the pick. Against a hobbled Mahomes, yeah. I'm, I'm leaning that way, too. Has the spread flipped to the Bengals being favored yet? Because it feels like it's headed that way. I can't get my hair This is the only thing that's making me nervous about all this. One point, Chief. But um, Although, I don't know. I can, let, me, let me check my DraftKings Sportsbook app to see if it's moved. Make sure you turn off the Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah, right. That's what it is. Yep. We got all <laughs> sorts. Of, we got some weird stuff going on here in the old CHGO office, but that's okay. But, yeah. What we need is that uh, private internet access VPN is what we need. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. that's yeah. an excellent point. VPN.com slash bears. Boom. And I Boom. still like the 49ers on the spread because they're underdogs. Their defense is too good. Two and a half? Two and a half? Two and a half. Bold. Well, Super what bold. What are we saying? We're saying 49ers plus two and a half? I'll take 49ers plus two and a half. The Eagles look I like. I still think they might win. Eagles look really well, good. if you think they're going to win, take the money line. Mm-hmm. Like two, what does two and a half get you? Do you really think that game's a? How many I people like can tell me what the Giants' record was in their last ten games? Five and five. I don't know. Good. Okay. Good guess. Anyone else? Six and four. What's Should, that? Six and four. Okay. I'm going to go four and six. They were three, six, and one. Ah, <laughs> forgot about that. Your, your NFL game. coach of the year. I think favorite is Brian Dayball right now. He finished the season three, six, and one. By the way, I think he did a tremendous job. Yeah. But 
we were not over. No team was being more overrated in the playoffs than the New York Giants. Let me ask you something. My, my point is, you saw what the Cowboys did against the Bucks, right? Mm-hmm. And and then you saw what happened when the Cowboys played the 49ers. Looked a little different, right? So congrats to the Eagles for blowing out the Giants for the second time this season and running up and down the field. They're playing the 49ers this week. They're not playing the Giants anymore. The 49ers have the best defense in the league. Just keep that in mind when you make your decisions this weekend. That's did, all I'm did, saying. Did you think that Dable knew what he was doing in the first quarter when it was fourth and eight on the 40 and he went for it? Yes. He knew they weren't stopping the Eagles tonight. Okay. That's did what you, he knew. Did you agree with that, Nick? I Wait, you said the Giants were what in the last 10 games? Three, seven, and one? Three, three six, six, and one. Three, six, and one. Uh-oh, Nick's doing math uh, over here. He's counting. They're wrong? Yeah, they are one, two, three, four, five, six. They are seven and two, or seven and they have a bye week, so seven and three. No, the, in Giants, the last ten in the last ten. No, that's oh, not shit. true. Never mind. What are you looking at? <laughs> See, <laughs> they they reversed it. Oh. They reversed yeah, they it. may okay. have. They started seven and <laughs> they, they did. They did. Yeah, that's remember, they, they, remember like, when they were six and one? I was betting on them. Yeah, they were winning. It was so fantastic. they had the playoff no one knew what the hell was going top. on. And then it went to the regular they season. They lost like, to the wait, Seahawks what? on the thirtieth. That was the start of the six games that they lost. Yep. They tied with the Commanders. It's a bad tie. You're all right. These things happen. They were 6-1. Oh, and one. Um, yes. <laughs> I don't know, though. I just think the Eagles have been the best team in the NFC, like, the whole year. And I but just... They were. I know, and I yes, think the, Minshew and Hurts got hurt, and then, like... But he's back. I think like, this, I is in, this is what Tom Brady was great at. And I think this year's team was different. But Tom Brady always understood that you ha- it did not matter what you did in September and October. You had to be peaking True. going into Thanksgiving and carrying that momentum late in the year. And I think that sometimes we got to do a better job of, of understanding which of these teams okay. going into the playoffs are really doing that. I'm not saying the Eagles can't. The Eagles, the Eagles are great, and they could easily win the Super Bowl still. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to, to, to shit on the Eagles here. I'm just saying that you know, they haven't been perfect, and this Jalen Hurts thing obviously affected some of that late in the year. Just look at the game against the Bears even before Jalen Hurts got hurt. Like, the Bears were in that game. game. Five-point game. That was – and that should have been more of a warning sign. Everyone saw the final – how many people actually watched the Bills-Bears game outside of Chicago and Buffalo, right? Probably not that many people. And they just saw the final score. Oh, Bills blow out Bears. Those of us that watched that game understood that something was wrong with the Bills. It was obvious that the Bills – it just was not going to be their year. And I'm not saying the Eagles are flawed like the Bills. I'm not saying that at all. I think the Eagles are very, very good, and they're rightly probably favored in this game against the 49ers. But next to the Bengals, when I say the Bengals have been the best team since November 1st, the only counterargument to that is the 49ers. Yeah. And, and I'll listen to that argument. The only reason I go Bengals is because I take Joe Burrow over Brock Purdy any, right any day of the week. Yeah, Apologies did, to the Brock Purdy fan club. Did the Eagles lose any games when Jalen Hurts was starting a quarterback? Um, Washington. Yeah, they had thirty-one. Yeah, but even later 21. than that, didn't they have? They had Dallas. Was he? No, Minshew was playing both. That those. was the Minshew game. So that's the only game that he lost when he was playing. Okay. I I think uh, if you if I had to bet right now who's going to win the Super Bowl, I would take Philly. 
I've been sleeping on the Eagles all season long because I just. That's why you picked the Cowboys to go to the uh, Super Bowl. Correct. <laughs> That's correct. That's well. You were asleep because it's it's right. I was I want well also, by the way, and I did pick it before the playoffs, so it's irrelevant. But I have never seen someone look as accomplished as Dak Prescott did against the Bucks. Could not have played better, and then yeah, just I mean, went. He still threw a pick, right? Didn't he? Still, yeah. He had four touchdown passes and he ran one in. The ball was coming out. He was fantastic. Good. He was he was he was Bucks, outstanding. Trash. Let's be honest. Right. Yeah. Right. Could have won the division at six and eleven. I got sucked in <laughs> even further. I thought I had that. Maybe I was leaning too much on Greg Braggs, but uh, that's that's <laughs> not really fair because I made the pick independent of it. Can we rewind back real quick? To D- Dan said the Bears beat the Niners. Thanks for proving my point, even though you're trying to do the opposite. That was week one. In That's a, a, a perfect example of what I'm talking about. September does not matter. The Bengals were 0-2 at one point, everybody. September right. does yeah. not it's matter. <laughs> looked shaky for the Bengals in the beginning. And then they just turned it around. Started playing hot. They haven't lost since, what, October? The 49ers? No, the Bengals. Or the Bengals. Both of them haven't. <laughs> that was the last time the Bears yeah. won a game. Uh, not, not, <laughs> neither of them have. I, real quick on the Giants, just real yep. fast, because you you you're you're down seven nothing in the first quarter on the forty. You go for it. Yeah, the seven nothing game for whoever was in the chat. It was fourth and eight. Fourth and eight. Yeah. Daniel Jones is your quarterback. It's early in the game. Forty yard line going. Fourth and eight. Not fourth and three. Not fourth and two. Fourth and eight. Doesn't matter. But midway. Through the third quarter, you're down 28-7. Yeah, and they punted, right? And, they, and <laughs> you punted? wasn't on the other side of the field, too? Yeah. No. What's up, Brian Dable? Yeah. Dude? Made no sense. And then you're going to go for it after and that, down 31-7? you coach of the year? Come on, Dable. Hey, Matt you Nagy suck. won it. Stick to the plan, dog. If you're going to be... Uh, What's your flusosophy, Dable? Flusosophy... The flus is loose would have punted that thing all day long, fourth and eight. <laughs> flus is punting. Yeah. Right or wrong, that's what he's doing. I mean, didn't he punt from the 30-yard line once this year? Well, that's when... Uh, when Cairo was like, yeah. Yeah, I can't do it. No. And then, G- like, four weeks later, we realized there were some incentives yeah. there that... Yeah, it was it was, <laughs> it was was the anti-Jimmy Chitwood moment. I can... Coach, I can make it. Coach, I can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, I cannot. <laughs> Come on, we're gonna run the picket fence. Don't get, don't get caught watching the paint dry. Remember, by the way, remember we're when gonna you, give the ball to Ali. Remember you, when you guys <laughs> trusted the uh, kicker that had missed four straight extra points over yeah. the kicker that's never missed a field goal I in know, his entire career in the playoffs? Did we? We didn't bring it up yesterday. Remember when Jerry Jones walked onto the field pregame to talk to that dumb kicker? So he did. Like, how did that help anyone? Like, why, yeah. who, Jerry? It's your fault, Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> the safe move was to bring in any random damn-ass kicker, yeah. to quote Mark Carmen, yeah. uh, last week. Nobody would have batted an eye at that. Nope. And if that kicker sucked in the game, they would have so been like, it. yeah, it's still understandable because the last guy missed four straight extra points. Well, he went on the radio after the game. It was like, see, I, when we were validated for our decision to stick with whoever the hell they stuck with. What's his name? Maher. Maher. Yeah. Yeah, uh, low-key... Low um, Significant. I meant to bring this up yesterday. The turnover 
the 49ers had that set up the chip shot field goal for Brett Maher that was, like, too close for him to miss. Needed mm-hmm. a touchdown, yep. That was, like, the greatest thing that could have happened to Brett Maher ever. I he needed it. I, yeah. I, it was the, maybe the only moment in the history of football where I was like, it might actually be better for the Cowboys not to get in the end zone here, which obviously wasn't the case. I'm not being 100% serious on that. But to get their kicker right... I mean that is because if they had scored a touchdown, the extra point would have been farther, and he probably would have missed it. Correct. A lot of thinking going on. But instead, he gets the chip shot field goal, and he just needed to see one go through. Like that was so obvious. He just needed to see one go through. For those of us who I love football, perhaps you know, feel that anxiety in the pressure moments. I was, I was, I felt good for Maher there. There you go, buddy. Take a deep breath. Then he nailed nailed the next one. Way to go. And now they're out of the playoffs, and he can uh, maybe sign to a USFL team because he's not going to be a Cowboy. Next Those year. commercials, they're really selling it, man. They're making you, yeah, they're making you get, get super excited for April football. I'm excited. Love the USFL. You have other, That's uh, amazing. Obviously, yeah. Every year with these leagues, I get so excited for the first weekend, and I then watch I a couple games playing. in front of empty stadiums. And I'm like, this just isn't the same. I'm good. Uh, I still think that they need to do – if they did what used to exist with NFL Europe, which was one of Roger Goodell's first uh, moves when he became commissioner was to get rid of NFL Europe. You know why? Because he really wasn't a moneymaker. Roger Goodell's entire thing has been about if it makes money, we're doing it. Yeah, but who didn't I, love the Frankfurt Galaxy? I don't really care about the <laughs> optics. If it makes money, that's what we're doing. If it doesn't make money, I'm out. They're gone. But what was cool about NFL Europe was that you had players – that were like developmental players on NFL teams that would go overseas and play there. That would be interesting to me. Like if you took practice squad guys and you're like, go play some spring football and develop. It would be great for the show, by the way, now that I'm actually thinking about it. Can't they get that done? It would be outstanding. We would uh, we'd sponsor. Uh, times have changed too much. I think the NFLPA... Dudes need their time. That was pre. That was. I mean, that was a little dragons. You know, they were pretty cool. That's a cool name. That was before everybody admitted football was bad for you. The Rhine Fire. You remember right? Uh, Mm. Yeah, yeah. The Rain Fire. Rhine. Rhine. Right. I think it's. It would. It it would not be. London uh, Knights. Our guy Jared Payton played in NFL Europe. He's got some cool stories. MVP. Well, he's always got cool stories. The one uh, pan- we should get him uh, on again. Maybe, yeah, yeah, we should get him in one of these chairs. That'd Let's be nice. get rid of Carm for a day and give uh, Jared Payton a shot. Well, that's, that's messed up, but I, <laughs> I, I think it's not. A, but well, certainly a decent idea. I, I, I uh, can promise you we'll see Jared Payton at the Super Bowl. Please. So, Jared's awesome. Yes, yes, he is. All right, hey, he's also very efficient when he gets the uh, football. Just like the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program, hand the ball to J.P., you're going to get yourself an MVP in the Orange Bowl. ComEd is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities. What? It all comes ties together. It too. all comes back to ComEd? He's, yes, because yes. it's because yeah. JP's efficient, so is ComEd. ComEd, ComEd with a smile on their face, just like uh, JP, offers free facility assessments. They can help find energy-saving opportunities, lighting, HVAC, commercial kitchen equipment, my favorite, industrial processes. Not exactly sure what that is, but you got to get that done for sure. They get an authorized engineer coming out to help you work on a detailed assessment plan. It's going to save you money, save us energy, project costs, potential incentives. All of it's coming your way. This is what you do. Don't wait. 
Get started saving money and energy today for energy-saving tips and to schedule your free facility assessment. Go to comed.com slash poweringbiz, or you can uh, send them an email at business. E, E. That's right, at comed.com. Business. E, E. At comed.com. The ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. Don't forget, you can also call them, 855-433-2700. Go old school, 855-433-2700. Get yourself some extra money in that wallet starting today. All right, I want to make sure we pay. What's wrong? Uh, Never seen you stop in your thought like that. Well, because, yeah, I realize Nick's also talking about Shady Rays. I'd wear my quick, Shady Rays by... Quick shout-out, though, to Daniel yeah. and Ron uh, for also hitting the EE. If you enjoyed the EE, hit the like button. Yeah. Mubs does not like it, though. I like Sorry, Dar- Dark Onyx says, Carm's transitions are next level. Thank you very much. True. Very true. I'd be wearing my Shady Rays, but I literally can't see my uh, laptop here, so I'll tell you all about them. They're premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durab- durability, and styles care to everyone and every lifestyle. The best part about Shady Rays... They have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. And even with that strong of a protection program, they still manage to make quality. I can tell you, holding in my hand seems just as good as any expensive pair that I've ever owned. Shady Rays customers seem to agree with over 200,000 five-star reviews. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use code CHGO for 50% off. Two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. Buy one, get one free. You get two pairs for as low as $54. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com where you can find all the newest and best shades. All right. Um, Want to pay off our headline today, which was players we are most interested in watching going into year two of this Bears regime. Want me to start? Go ahead. A lot of guys here. So... Well, for me, I'm watching the playoffs. Oh, okay, the answer is Justin Fields. Okay, next. Yes, topic. everyone but Justin Fields. Every, That's right. how we frame but this. watching the playoffs and watching these offenses flourish and watching George Kittle entertain the living daylights out of me, catching the football and playing to the crowd, and then watching Travis Kelsey literally catch every single ball that Patrick Mahomes throws. Mm-hmm. Let's go, Cole Komet. It is time. You took a really positive step last year. You're a huge step year two to year three. You've you've put yourself in position to get paid. Everyone's talking incredibly nice about you, which you have earned. The Chicago media, led by Adam Ho, gave you an award uh, for Jeff Dickerson, which was an amazing day out there. Uh, the JD Award. So listen, and you've been and you were awesome hanging out with good old Carm this year, along with everybody else. So I am rooting for Cole Komet. I think he is cap. I think he is capable of taking another huge jump from where he- I think he can duplicate, if not go further, uh, as the offense becomes a little more in sync, better protection, more lanes to throw to, more weapons out there. Komet running free. Let's go, Cole Komet. I like it, Mark. And just to kind of add on to the Cole Komet, what you were just talking about, he's tied for third in the NFL in red zone touchdowns this season with six. So hopefully that continues to grow as he kind of learns this offense. That'd be nice. But the guy I'm looking for forward to watching now in year two with this regime is, is Braxton Jones, someone who didn't miss an offensive snap all season, not obviously coming out of Southern Utah, starting all 17 games. And the biggest thing, and he knows this, working on hitting the weight room, getting bigger, getting stronger, 
and you said he wants to be that foundational piece. He has to put in the work this offseason, see if he can put himself in a position to replicate what he did last year just starting these games. But if he could be your left tackle, or shoot, maybe they get a left tackle and he moves over to the right side. If he could just be a part of this starting five and be someone that's not a liability, like we watched the last game against Detroit, Braxton Jones didn't look too good. But if he can ascend as a player, it's going to be huge for Justin Fields in this offense moving forward. So Braxton Jones. All right, I'm going to go to a wide receiver, a guy – I feel like this is like flown under the radar for some reason. But the one of the guys we thought we knew what the Bears had actually took a step back this year, partially production, partially injury, but needs to bounce back. And that's Darnell Mooney. Mm-hmm. Like, it's true. You know, and, and I'm really interested to see if add more talent around him, get him healthy again, if he could still be that same dynamic player. I think he can be. Um, I think they asked him to do a little bit too much this past year. Um, but I'm – as this offense continues to grow, as Justin Fields continues to grow, as they add more weapons to this offense, that's who I'm thinking about, Darnell Mooney. No defensive players that we mentioned here. Well, like, that, uh, well we already know we that don't know San, who the defensive players are going to be. Sanborn has already established himself to the end of the earth. We don't, he doesn't need to do anything <laughs> more. And everybody else in that defense is not going to be on that defense, except for the rookies, a couple of the secondary, and Justin Jones. How's our uh, stadium poll going? Oh, stadium poll. Oh, I see it. You do? All right, so we are uh, currently just under 200 votes in. Everyone keep voting. Uh, and currently Arlington Heights leads in a 2-1 to one margin. It's 66 to 34. If I was Steve Kornacki, I'd say this one is toast. <laughs> see, that surprises me. Do y'all live in the northwest suburbs, or what do we got going on here? I voted. <laughs> I voted for Arlington Heights. It's not fair. It's you live you in Arlington. live there, so you're voting for you. You're not voting for the fans. You're not voting for the That's city. That's what everyone's doing, right? Everyone's voting for yeah, their preference. You're entitled to vote so. for you. See, look, if I worked for the Bears, you. if I was Kevin Warren, at yeah. least how things stand right now, I would probably vote for Arlington Heights because that's probably – the thing that makes me the most money as a mm-hmm. as a business. Getting that development, owning the stadium. Not after I get in there and have the city sell the land to the team. Don't you guys worry. That's what's going on, McCaskey. Just call me. Okay, you're a real estate guy. 312 Carm. Give me a shout. <laughs> I'm working on this. Oh, my God. Is that... 312 Carm. That would be amazing if that What are the other three number? digits in the phone well, number? Well, it's got to be 312 <laughs> and then 312 Carm. It's 312312 Carm. Okay. <laughs> we got to get you that. We got to get a burner phone for you. Yeah. Uh, Listen. I want to text that number right now and just say, do you know who Jack Sanborn is? Like, yes, I do. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm tempted to give up my own phone number for real here. If, if we're going to have. Okay, real estate guy. Yeah. That's right. One of the great. How much? St- yeah. Okay. Sell, we will, you're the mayor, or I'm the mayor. I'm selling you. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm willing, and it's probably not even the, up to the mayor, but whatever. I'm the city of Chicago. I will sell you Soldier Field. Right. From the Field Museum to McCormick Place. Okay. Okay? Yeah. It's going to cost you five times as much as the land in Arlington Heights uh-huh. for an eighth of the space, a tenth of the space. Of the land? hate this already. Is that a good real estate investment? Can we build a barge or we, a series uh, what, of barges? What we're going to lake. do, there is, we are going to come up with a fair price. 
for this premium land right on the lakefront. Limited. Which you can develop. You want to put some sweet condos on there? You want to you want to build one of those buildings? We're going to tax everybody. Where are but you building a condo? I have no idea. That you need. Where are you parking? Don't These bother, are all the problems, don't though. Bother, like, that we'll build, we will build a garage. We'll 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 we'll, we'll, le- we'll levitate. To the sky. We'll levitate over Lake Michigan. Let's, can we Listen, go under? I want. I want. Uh, you 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 have problems. Garage. I have solutions. Oh, the, the, they I they. I a floating parking garage is why not solution? Why not? I no. Listen, there there's there's room. There's room. Have you walked around down there? Do you realize? Yes. Okay, I went to like summer nights over there. I went to some outdoor bar that music was playing. They had tater tots. There was You're talking about the South Loop? I'm talking about right of the I'm talking about east of Soldier Field if you just keep walking. Listen, me and Poppy the puppy like Northerly <laughs> Island? Yeah, that yeah. way. Not across, but like still on the on the mainland. Okay. Over by where the boats are. There's yeah. a sweet bar over there. A bar? What's that? Just a bar? Just one? Just one, but there's room for there's room for more. Okay. Philosophy, my argument's not dead. It's so it's we we, we we fight to the death over here. That's what <laughs> we do. I like Noah's idea of a floating stadium. Let's go. That'd be a fun uh fun for kickers. <laughs> it's just it. I just no. But this the, is how do we get to here? Because the point. No, this is the point I'm saying. If I work for the Bears, yeah. this is real life. Okay. Now, what basically what our poll was. Now, as fan, I don't give a shit about the business, right? Like, so I don't. Right. If I don't work for the Bears, and it's all things are equal, the Kevin Warren's greatest stadium can be either located in Arlington Heights, which, by the way, is way closer to my house, or Soldier Field, I'm going to vote for Soldier Field. Yes, in that unrealistic world that the money part of it doesn't Doesn't matter matter. at all, that you can build this gorgeous stadium, and you're simply asking me, Arlington Park, Soldier Field. That's why I'm a little surprised, because that was really the question. That's why I'm surprised that the poll is that far skewed. Yeah, I, I thought we'd at least get to a 50-50, but that's okay. It's okay. You're, you, we have non- It's actually getting worse. It's up to 68-32. Non- <laughs> non- where, am I not, where are my city people? Because otherwise, why? I don't, I don't, I guess I don't. Don't, really. you, don't you enjoy getting on, taking a walk down Michigan Avenue, stopping it wherever you want to stop to have a nice, whatever, you, you have a coffee, Get a latte, have some ice cream, eat a hot dog, get yourself a Portillo's. Enjoy the city. Become one with the people. Go I, see the Bears. I do agree Hop over this, to Wrigley. I do agree with this comment from Kenny. Like, I, I would love to, and I'm totally not qualified to do this stuff, but if, if, if there's a scenario where you literally gave the Bears the land. Okay. Free. Okay. Is it possible that... 20 years from now, they've actually made more. The city has made more money off of that than if they continue to own it themselves. Good point. With all the things Excellent you can question. Do. Yeah. Like, if you put the Bears in a situation where they literally could just, here's the land, do but you're you promising to build this world-class facility that we're all going to profit off of as a city, too, from the tourism, from the Super Bowl, from the happens, Final sir. Four to the 
college football national championship, like whatever you can potentially bring here. Nonstop concerts in the winter because you have a roof over it. You know, 365 day revenue service. I mean, that's what you're profiting. We're profiting at the end of the day, like 20 years from now, is it actually a win for the city? I don't know the answer to that question, but it seems plausible to me that it Mm -hmm. would be. We might have to make a move and get Mark Gannis on here. Preeminent accountant slash business slash knowledgeable on how to make this a. How would this potentially work if there if there was any desire to make it work? I think we're getting the heave ho from Lawrence here. We got well, we got we a got bunch a of super chats. Yeah, chats in about super seven chats. minutes of showtime. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you want to start here, I'll happily. Yeah, throw let's it up go. And, uh, let's start with super chat, super chat. Uh, oh well, you know, we're gonna we're gonna start with yesterday. One, yeah. Just real quick here, we're gonna not not necessarily an answer, but here we go from Austin. Um, Isaiah Land, Keandre Coburn at the Senior Bowl are interesting. Land is only two twenty. Only concern I have at the moment. Coburn was very good at Texas, but around 340, he'd definitely be a nose tackle. Thoughts on those two? Thanks, Austin. Guys, two I interesting need to watch. I'll tell you what, I'll tell, I know we kind of pushed this yesterday, but that's because we were literally ending the show. Um, appreciate the super chat. Appreciate the information. Don't know now, enough now about these players. To watch yet. for. Yeah, yeah, Senior Bowl. Senior Bowl's next week. We'll be covering it. We'll get you all the information. We'll keep those two players in mind. Highlight those two guys. Yep. Austin, I'm going home today to watch Isaiah Land and no, Keandre not. Coburn. To I mean, to be, back. to be fair, you were supposed to do this yesterday, but that's fine. I, uh, I missed that one. That's my bad. Lawrence, did you miss our entire opening of the show? We were watching Big Ten basketball. Oh, right. Yes. Huge yeah, game. Terrible basketball game. All right. Siddhartha Ariga, thank you. Uh, thoughts on signing uh, D. Payne, Jay Hargrave, Dre Jones, or a combo of them? Then trading out of the top four and drafting uh, Jackson Smith in Jigba Fields with JSN would demo a lot. Demolish? A lot. Dem- Demolish? Demolish? Demo? That uh, might be an auto I'll take situation. Payne, Hargrave, and or Jones for the record. Position of need, obviously. And then give Justin Fields another weapon? Ohio State? Yeah. I mean, you draft an impact players. Exactly what you want to do if you're the Bears. I like it. Good plan. New GM is Chicago Bears right there. <laughs> Polls, you're fired. Gone. Siddhartha's got it. Let's go. All right, Michael Wozniak, $10. Thank you. Is Nikhil Harry going to get another chance next year? Dude looks like a beast and made the most of the few chances he got. Is he a bad route runner or something? I mean, he's are built you, like when a you, tank. When you say he looks like a beast, are you just saying what he looks like? He's, he's saying that he goes up and gets it and hauls in footballs like Big a body, champion. man. Big body. Looks like a linebacker, but he's faster, a lot faster. Uh, I would ask Michael, though, if he is related to Nikhil and or the Harry family in some way. <laughs> I'm not losing. Don't sp- do this to yourself, guys. It just how many years do you have to see football? He's, if he was good, he would be good. Yeah. Hence, well, he was I'm not trying to be mean for- about it, but. For a couple games, wasn't What's he that? a healthy scratch? Yeah. Like, I mean, it kind of sh- tells you right there. He had his moments this year. I would agree with that, Michael. Uh, that like, oh, Keel Harry. But that's right. always been his moments. A moment. He did that in New England, too. He'd like every seven games, he'd make a crazy a catch. But I get the he's physically superior to most of the defenders that he's going up so against. So was Kevin White. And, oh. Yeah. Ouch. So was Kevin White. Dude was built like a beast, too. 
guy from TCU gives me Kevin White vibes. I feel like Nikhil yeah, Harry's going to come after you for that take, but okay. <laughs> I was not well, built let's like move Kevin. Along. I don't want to start talking about Kevin White. I just Ugh. said so was Kevin White. Ugh. I didn't say he was Kevin White. I'm just that's when you fall into those traps. Oh, he's big and he's fat. That doesn't mean he's TCU. There's a, Darnell Mooney went in the fifth round. Hit yeah. the like button if you're happy that Kevin White's no longer a bear. All right, uh, way too rough. Nine ninety nine. Thank you. As a Bears fan, not living in Chicago, the park, etc., is terrible. I can barely catch an Uber out of there. Please move the stadium. I went to summer camp at a park district. The worst. <laughs> way, way too enough. Uh, <laughs> way too rough. Way too rough. Woof. Even better. My bad. You think there's going to be a plethora of Ubers just hanging out in Arlington Heights? They're just going to be lined up well, for you to be take a train you. right there. There's a train. Yeah, there is a train. I like trains. Actually, yes. There now, to be honest, the Metro is not known for being on time or li- uh, necessarily really? reliable. Read the way, work. There, there will be a ton of Ubers. Yeah. All these stadiums now have a section. Like, literally, like, parts of parking lots. You can do yeah, like that dumb thing at West United Drivers in Arlington Heights. Took my parking spot away when I was working <laughs> over there. Oh yeah, they made that whole they have parking a tent lot, and a yeah. giant tent and a bunch of cones. Doesn't really make sense. Tents and cones. But there you go. Tents and cones. All right, uh, it, Chris Pagaro. Thank you, Chris. Nine nine nine. He says, "I have a Cole Komet story. My freshman year of high school, my high school went to scrimmage St. Vider, and he was a senior." Dude was a monster in high school. Yes, he was. <sighs> That's how it normally works. If you get to the uh, NFL, baby. Uh, was he a good guy, too, Chris? Do you remember talking to him? Chris, what high school was that? I want to know. Kokeman High School. That would not be fun. You're a defender. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the beast at baseball, Duke too. Yeah. followed that up. Because people were saying, that, was that really a good story? And the Duke said, I went to St. Vider many years before Kokeman. Therefore, I claim him as one of my closest friends. Thank you. <laughs> go Lions beat Carmel. But also, go Badgers so Hogan and I can still be friends. Yeah. Also, we can be friends because Carmel beat Vider, too. Sorry. Um, Good stuff, Duke. No, Duke. Appreciate you, Duke. Tough la- loss last night. And finally, the Duke with and another offseason question for us. Thank you. Oh, Duke. I saw this earlier, and it caused me physical pain already. Yeah, it's he's calling in them Duke-atheticals, which I like. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> hypotheticals. Take uh, that, capathetical. Yeah. This cap- is a Duke-athetical. Yeah, Duke-athetical so greater than capathetical. Kicked in the <clears throat> by a Trent Gill or... Take a line drive football to the face from Justin Fields. Did you just bleep out nuts? I did. No. Yesterday you were ass. talking about in the ass. I don't know why. Openly on the show, but now you won't say nuts. Yeah, that's true. I should just say kicked <laughs> in the nuts. Okay. <laughs> You're like Dable. You're going for it. <laughs> yeah. What am I doing? <laughs> yes, totally. That is not the right kind of Dukethetical. Uh, so kicked in the nuts by a Trenton Gill punt, or take a line drive football to the face from Justin Fields. No cup, no helmet, obviously. In the newts. Yeah, I'm not taking a fastball from Justin Fields to the face. I'm yeah, taking the trend and go. I, it's, I think at this point in my life with two kids, I'll do the nut shot. <laughs> protect my brain yeah. from long-term effects. I, but if I was 20, I might have a different answer. Uh, yeah, no. Still taking the football to the and face. And, Monty, I'm sorry. I, that's uh, $2 that I'm just not going to read. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that. No Easy thanks. there, Monzi. Yeah, we don't <laughs> need to go there. That's... Not cool. All right. Um, good stuff. Real quick before we got out of here, Nick has a profile up on a Senior Bowl prospect. 
one that he has done, we have done the work on, especially Nick. You want to tell us a little bit about Zay Flowers? Yeah, Boston College wide receiver, built similarly to Darnell Mooney, 5'10", 172. He's going to be playing in the East hard West pass. Shrine game. What was that? I said hard pass. Just on his height? Just hard, on the hard pass. He's similarly built to Darnell Mooney. We already have a Darnell Mooney. That's true, but you need a bunch of Darnell Mooney. Do you? Just have another one Ugh. where you can line up outside, inside, a guy that makes people miss in the open field. Boston College like to put him on vertical routes down the field, over routes, posts. Gets up and can go over people even though he's not the biggest guy. But he's a guy that probably a second, day two pick, most likely for, for the Bears if they're considering drafting another wide receiver. But another playmaker for Justin Fields. And what he can do that was hasn't been a part of this Bears offense is the yards after the catch. Why not try to take a chance on one of those guys? Not the most physically gifted, but he's fast. So it's a guy to keep an eye on, and East-West Shrine Bowl game, he'll be playing there. So What check roundish it out. are we talking about here? What, what? Roundish? Two to four. Two to four. So, yeah, and it I, honestly, it depends on when these, wi- these wide receivers go. And I think in this scheme for Luke Getze, they, they, they put everybody everywhere. So he can fit in what the Bears are trying to do there. So Flowers, he's at the East-West Yep, he's game, West, not the Senior Bowl. Not the Senior Bowl. He's okay. S- East-West Shrine Bowl game. Okay. So, um, How did you decide on this profile? He was the best cool guy name. that's going to be playing in that game. Okay. So that that's how, yeah, I started with Zay Flowers there. I'll have somebody out from the Senior Bowl later today, but he's, he's gonna going to be alphabetically backwards. Yes. Zay. We start with Zay. We end with Adam. There you go. Yep. But, yeah, that's how I kind of decided it. Best player there. So, Check it out. All right. Profile up at allchgo.com. We are out of here. We're back tomorrow at noon with another show. It's Rise a Wednesday. We're rising and shining with Greg Braggs. Unless there's more than one inch of snow. Uh, yeah. Any zoom in. the weather. It's like one to two inches maybe. I was like, is that a big He deal? said on After Dark, you guys, he's got something for you too. So yeah, I don't I'm know sure what that he is. does. I'm sure Same. he does. Warning you. Frick juice. I used to drive a snowplow. I don't anymore, but I know how to get through the snow. I'll see you at noon. <laughs> Weird thing about, uh, fun fact about brick juice is it can actually double as windshield wiper fluid. Yep. Oh. At the snow. Oh, okay. Yeah. No brags today. He must actually be working. Good for him. Yeah. Sun's ride? out. Sun's out. So he's, he's out there working. Sun's out. Sun's out. out. Brick's out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're back tomorrow. And, um. I will say, in Brax's defense, it does say more snow to the south. Those are Jordan rookies' philosophy. Oh, yes. the, that's the ones. The, the Jordan ones, a Spider-Man. Spider-Man version. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Okay, time to go? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. See you tomorrow.